Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. It's Sunday morning. It's the 23rd of August. Uh, I've been off for another week. Uh, I was kind of off for a week, came back for a day or two, and then went off again for another week. So uh, I am super chilled. How are you, Duncan? No sound for Duncan. That's just not that's not nice, is it? Try again no. now. Say something, my friend. I will say something now. You you're all good. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, good morning. Good morning to you, chat. We've got uh, we've got Jem, we've got Wolock, we've got mm -hmm. Fibber Optic. Thanks for thanks for popping in, guys. The idea of the show, Stadia Rocks Live, every Sunday. We do a very, very chilled look at what's been going on in the wonderful world of Stadia over the last few days. It's very much for casual gamers busy people and people that are new to Stadia. So uh, let's hope we can give you some insights into things maybe you didn't know about Stadia and just a relaxed look at what's been happening over the last few days because it's Sunday and the sun's not shining. I don't know what it's like where you are, Duncan, in your beautiful new newly decorated lounge. Yeah, and the sun is thinking about coming out. The sun's going in behind our clouds at the moment, but I do see blue sky as well, so it's not too, it's not too ah, bad there. That's all good. That's all good. That's what we need. Shall we crack on and have a look at the news? Yes, and there's lots of uh, good news this week. Um, we've actually got other news we can talk about as well, which is good as well. I just remembered about something, which is ah, good, good news. Man. Well, as they, as they say on all good TV shows, QVT. So there we go. That was clever, wasn't it? Uh, first up, first up. Spirit Fairer now available to buy. I watched um Gem's uh first look at this this morning. I do love Gem's stuff. It's just so chill now. When I woke up at I don't know when it was six o'clock this morning and I was having a flick through the news and Gem had posted something, I thought let's have a watch of this. It looks stunning. It's kind of hand drawn, uh, almost old school Japanese cartoon look. I would say. Have you have you had a look at it at all? I've just seen a lot of the trailers. I haven't actually played the game as yet, but uh, it is on my watch list. I want something I want to play in the coming weeks and months. It's it just looks like a chill like game. You just uh, with a load of story. But I'm not going to spoil any uh, any no. of it, but because it's uh, you can. <laughs> we don't do that, do we? We don't, we don't spoil do that. people's fun. No, but it, it looks like something you would just uh, sit down to and play about with, uh, just to switch off to while you're doing. And I it's, don't think it, yeah, it's very much, a, I think it's from what I've seen, and I, and I actually do quite, I, I do intend to buy this because I like the look of it. It's very much a story game in the same kind of mould as um what was the what was the recent one about the book oh, i've forgotten the name now uh lost words lost beyond words. the page thank you very much so it's in that kind of mode um so it's story driven uh you know it's sort of um working you through a, a story but but equally it's got kind of touches of um windbound you have to build your ship up and explore places and stuff but um yeah it looks nice it's a nice addition to stadia and i think i was saying to you yesterday what um uh, worries me is that it, it kind of gets overshadowed by sort of launch of other games this week 
Um, so I was glad to see Jen was covering it, and uh, it's yeah, certainly something. And it's I said it was fifty uh, twenty dollars. It's not. It's thirty dollars. I beg your pardon. So I completely got the price wrong. How much is it for in the UK? Oh, that's a good question. I I'll double check now. I would say I'd be about twenty pounds in the UK. Yeah, so I got my I got my dollars, my fifteens, and things all around the wrong way. There, apologies yeah. for that, folks. But yeah. it, 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 it's, the good thing is it's priced appropriately anyway. Even thirty dollars is just like a, it's a, it's it's a mid range sort of price for a mid. Not, this isn't meant to sound bad. It's, mm -hmm. it's a mid range sort of game. It's twenty four pound, twenty three pound, ninety nine. Twenty four. Thank you. Yeah, it, it would have to have been around there. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, a little bit more than I thought. But to be fair, it is uh, it is a brand new title. It's only just recently launched. I think it launched a few days ago on every, every other platform. So a uh, slight delay for Stadia, but definitely one to check out. And I think this is um, a future rock review, I reckon. It's that kind of quality of game, isn't it? Great. Next up, we've got, uh, this was a bit of an old controversial week, wasn't it, for PGA 2021? Oh, just a wee bit. Uh, it's, uh, we're not going to go into all the controversy of it, because I know you don't, <laughs> we don't really like doing this in this sort of show. We don't want to go into the ins and outs of things. Basically, uh, PGA launched on Stadia day and date with the other platforms. And uh, what happened was there was a major issue with it. People were stuck in loading screens and the game wouldn't load. And what happened was Stadia actually pulled it from the Stadia store for a number of hours until the, the issue got fixed. That issue seems to have resolved, but there is still some other bugs and stuff in the game, which have been saying uh, some, some features don't work the way they should be. But mm. as we're saying, on Friday, they, they, they do seem to be patching it up quite quick. So hopefully all these should resolve. But I think people who have actually got into it after playing it have, have been enjoying it. So yeah, it's uh, it has been launched. There is a bit of a controversy with it, but it is up and running now. And it's a, I mean, it is a major AAA title. It's um, you know, in terms of the whole, there's a sort of rainbow of sports titles that that always go down a treat every year. There's a kind of refresh every year fee for Madden, PGA um, being another one. So it's great to see it come to the platform. And I know, on the bit of a bit of a tricky launch, as you rightly said, um, but overall, I think the people that I've seen uh, reviewing the game that have played it have been absolutely in love with it. I think it's a it's a great um you know refresh yeah and uh, what i will say as well i know this may not be your cup of tea as rocks drinking his cup of tea or coffee, coffee. it's uh, <laughs> coffee 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 <laughs> uh this is a bigger game than people realize uh just by the uh, amount of people who have been interested in when the game was launching on stadia i can tell you this game is quite massive and uh, we're not talking FIFA levels but I think it would actually surprise you how big this game actually is and how many people are actually in, uh, were looking forward to the game mm. so yeah so it's going to be what I'm going to check out at the right price I'm not a big massive golf fan but I did, yeah. did like Tiger Woods golf of when EA were doing it and but I always got them when they were a wee bit cheaper cool so, the best version of Tiger Woods was on the Wii. Do you, do you, did you ever play Tiger Woods on the Wii? Uh, we've got, I think we've got Wii Golf, but uh, I don't think there was a tiger in it. 
Yeah, playing golf on the way was absolutely brilliant. That's <laughs> one of my favourite things. There, a few, bro- the way. few broken uh, <coughs> televisions, I think, from the old uh, swing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's good. It was came day. It's came day and date, and it's a big. It is a big title, even though if golf isn't your thing, this is a pretty big title. No, I, I, you're right, and. Golf isn't my thing, although I do like the old crazy golf with the family. I know it's not quite the same. Um, but out of all the sports that I've ever physically, literally played, I've enjoyed golf, but but not as often as I'd like. Um, and it's definitely so, therefore, on the sports side of things, it's definitely a game that I think I would check out. But I'm the same as you. I would want it to drop in price. So my guess is, because it's new, it's it's a very well-supported game. Um, I doubt we're going to see a price drop for some months. So it's maybe one for the spring next year for me. Yeah, it is. It's the same as me. It's going to be there at some stage. And again, as you have alluded to, sports games are very, very important to the platform. And now we're, we know we're going to have three or four of them. I forget about basketball. So we've got mm. basketball, we've got golf. We're going to have your denomination of football, either American football or worldwide football uh, and FIFA. So Stadia is getting the sports games, which is very, very important for the platform going forward. Yeah, it's great to see. And uh, Dazzadini's played it. Dazzadini says the editor section is huge and you can create a crazy golf if you want to. Well, I would. If I could just have the crazy golf bit and pay a quarter of the price, Daz, I'd be in, mate. I'd be in like Flynn. <laughs> but that is worth knowing. I'll, I'll come to you for a video review i'm sure you're going to be doing one soon that'll be excellent right next up on the old news we have a big one this week boulders gate 3 which is uh, i know <clears throat> from the perspective of cloudy your your news website's one of the bigger uh, most sought after uh, news stories we learned this week uh, in one of their live I, think, I forget what they call it now but they had a live review uh, that it's coming for early access to Stadia and PC on the 30th of September. What what is it what is early access, Duncan? What does that mean? Early access means you're not getting the fully finished game. It's going to be a work in progress. So that has its benefits and it has its negatives. The game is not fully complete, but you can get into the game and actually go in and sort of help and shape the game going forward. So that should, uh, if you're a big Baldur's Gate fan or you just want a new game on the platform to play, Baldur's Gate's going to be there. And from the look of things, it's actually quite substantial, this uh, first update or the first release into early access. With early access, you will have bugs, you will have issues in it. So if you're looking at fully polished, uh, experienced, afford at all costs, we're not talking about like the bugs you would have like in PGA where mm-hmm. they're quickly sort of ratified because it was something, probably it's something a wee bit stupid. We're talking bugs which could be in the game for weeks, if not months, mm-hmm. as, as the game develops and they could be game breaking so you won't be able to do stuff and you may leave game saves and everything like this. Early access is great because you can shape the the game going forward, but you you just need to be prepared that it is early access as it's called, and it's just going to be no mountain, or you, you you can't actually say how many issues you're going to have. And and do you pay for early access? Um, and is that is it the same price as the final game, or is it reduced, or is it free? 
Usually, uh, the early, yeah, you do have to pay for early access, so uh, you will have to pay for it, but usually it's at a cheaper sort of price. So instead of it being like uh, 40, 50 pound, you might get it for 20, 30 as they're developing. Okay. So that's what normally happens in early access. Uh, with Baldur's Gate, I wouldn't be 100% sure how they would go because what they're apparently giving you with the game is actually quite substantial. I would not be surprised mm -hmm. if it's a full price game uh, for early access in Baldur's Gate's case. Mm. So you pay full price, <clears throat> but then when the full game is released, you don't pay for the full game. You just essentially migrate up or get, get it patched or, or however it works. Exactly. So when you buy an early access, you do eventually get the full game when it comes out. So yeah. it's you're just getting your pen early to get into playing it early uh, with all the lack of content or not as much content, all the issues. But if you find something, you could actually talk to the, the devs and say, I think this would be better. They might actually implement that into the game as well. So that's another positive of early access. Excellent. Well, I, and I was, because again, I'm, it looks amazing. It does look really, really good. And I know it has a massive following, particularly if you're interested in Dungeons and Dragons and, uh, and you know, the whole kind of multi-sided dice thing. Um, that's just something I've personally never got into. So I'm quite keen to give it a go. My only fear is whether I should really wait for the full release if, if I'm likely to be turned off by coming up against bugs or issues in the game. Yeah, it's, if you are worried about any of them sort of things, it's better uh, not uh, picking the game up. Uh, the person you had up uh, on uh, a highlight of the comment makes a really good point. The reason I'm actually excited about uh, Baldur's Gate 3 isn't the game itself. It's actually because it's the first game which Stadia is not an afterthought in the game. It is yeah. actually being developed mm -hmm. with Stadia in mind. And you're going to be implementing a lot of these features in Stadia. Like Crowd Choice is being implemented into that. Just think about that. It is going to be mental for that game yeah. because there are so many uh, choices in it. It's uh, basically what's going to happen is you're, you're going to pick up uh, loot. You're going to have... Uh, dialogue choices and that could have a major effect onto the game they actually said that during the talk that they recommend people actually go evil because there's so many different ways to you, you might if, if you do if you if you be good you miss out on things if you be completely evil you miss out on things this game is fast and people who stream this game going forward your the audience is going to decide for them if they implement it which is just mm. just it's just mad do, do you think those features will be at the point of early access duncan or do you think they'll come at the full release stage they've been very mum about that they haven't said one way or the other i would hope they would be if not in their lunch they would be there pretty pretty soon because i think they would probably want to test it because there's going to be so many ramifications of that going forward because all this all the choices down the line yeah. so i'm i'm hoping that they're going to put it in reasonably early and again we know we're getting uh some of these stadia features are launching in september with uh Crowd, crowd play coming in in September with mm. uh, Death by Chocolate and hopefully Bomberman as well. 
Excellent. Well, that's one to look forward to. Do we, we don't have any indication at all on when the final release will be released. No, and again, the 30th of September is not guaranteed. They're pretty hopeful about the 30th of September, but they are not 100% uh, guaranteeing it. Mm. As we can see on the video for those listening mm. on the podcast, mm. it literally said at the end of that video, oh. early access August, mm. maybe. Well, it yeah. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's it. And that's the same uh, for the next one as well. They're, yeah. they're hoping it's going to be uh, uh, end of September, but they're not a hundred percent guaranteeing it. At least they're honest. That's um, it's important. I think always be honest. So uh, the final piece of news, unless you've got anything that you want to bring to the table, is that uh, Doom, the twenty sixteen edition. So that was the original reboot for what four years ago now shadow dropped on stadia which is a term that literally means it just appeared <laughs> nobody knew it was coming well we, we kind of knew it was coming at some point because it was the it was the original test example that google used to show developers how well stadia worked uh, back in the day so we kind of guessed it would appear at some point but it did arrive and it arrived this week and everybody that i've uh, that's picked it up says it's amazing have you picked it up duncan I have not picked it up as yet, but I will be picking it up because it sounds really bad. The game is out there at fifteen pound, uh, which is a really good price, or fifteen pound yeah. twenty dollars, and it is really, really, it's a, a good price. My worry for when that game launched, it was going to come in at some ridiculous number, like thirty, forty pound, because the game is actually quite old and you can pick mm -hmm. it up quite cheaply. The price point is, I think, is absolutely fine for that. Uh, but I will be picking it up. It's just when I'm picking it up. Just it's, just, yeah. it's just so many games coming at this yeah, moment yeah. in time. D dare I say it, this might be a pro game in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I, I don't want to say that all the time, but there, <laughs> a, lot, a, a lot of it... A lot of games which are coming to the platform, we're getting conditioned into thinking that's going to be a pro game, that's going to be a pro game. The, with the, the ones this week, the one game I know won't be a pro game for the foreseeable future is PGA. All the other titles have got uh, <laughs> fair game. Are fair game for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, I, I will be picking this up at some stage, but uh, it's, it's going to be good. And with the shadow drop, I was completely stunned by this drop in. It was a, what was it? A, it was a, when, what's it, Tuesday or Wednesday or Tuesday? Uh, August yeah. 18th. So, yeah, five days ago. Yeah. Uh, just out from nowhere at a random time. It wasn't like the five o'clock time, uh, 12 o'clock uh, Eastern, what we're sort of uh, used to where games come. This dropped at three o'clock in the afternoon, our, our time. It was just completely out there when it, <laughs> when it dropped. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's very good. Uh, right, so that was uh, that is it for the news. Unless you've got anything that you wanted to report, Duncan. I just, I just want to give that uh, to we news articles. We had a, uh, we'll go for the good news to start off with. We've got a game coming next week in Windbound, and with that, uh, we also know that if you buy it. Uh, within the first couple of weeks, you actually get the pre-order bonuses, which are on the other platforms. So if you pick up one down nice and early, it, you get uh, the, the pre-order stuff that's in that article there. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I saw that one. 
so yeah, it's it's pretty pretty good that they've actually clarified and mm. that is going to happen. So yeah, I, that I was don't... nice, wasn't it? Because I think there was a little bit of controversy. I mean, one of the issues currently, which will probably be resolved in the future, is that you can't pre-order on Stadia. Um, so a lot of the bonuses and benefits that other platforms offer for you to put your money down before the game's released for obvious commercial cash flow reasons we kind of miss out on although having said that and this is a good example there have been other examples where the the benefits of pre-ordering have been made available to people that have bought it on stadia anyway because uh, we can't um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of a reward for picking it up in the first place. So we don't always lose out. But as you said, in this case, um, it, it literally meant that uh, I don't, you don't have the screen of what, what it was. But um, we get I, I see, yeah, some cosmetic stuff. It usually is. It very rarely is anything that's going to substantially change the game for your purchase. Uh, but but we all get it. We get it. I think if I think the criteria was that you have to buy the game within two weeks of it appearing on Stadia, and then you get the free stuff. Yep. Had other games, like you said, have done the exact same, where you actually just have to pick it up in the 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 first couple of weeks to get the pre-order bonuses. It's uh, pre-order is technically on Stadia because we've got it with uh, Destiny Two with the new uh, expansion. Good point. Thank you for correcting me. You're right. There is that instance. That was the, that's I, uh, the only one though, isn't it? Th that is the only one yeah, which yeah. I find a bit <clears throat> slightly strange when we've got yeah. other games which really want to take part uh, take part of it. We've got Windbound wants to take part. I'm telling you now, the, uh, the Avengers, which is coming out in two weeks, would want to take part in that. Uh, basically any big game would want a pre-order system. So I'm hoping we'll see more of this going forward. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I think I've I joked about this in the week to you offline, but uh, I just have this vision of one fella who turns up a little bit of a fag in the corner of his mouth. Clive would do this better than me. And it's his job just to slap this stuff on the site. And he gets up a bit late. He's, oh, I'm too late to put PJ up. I'll put it up in a couple of hours. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea first and a fag. I'll put it up. And they're going, uh, George, can you, uh, can you put up a pre-build could you put up the pre-order for win no nah, man ain't got time for that ain't got no time for that mate got manage all the other sites cup of tea fag you know <laughs> i think it's that kind of thing that's going on i just have visions of one or two people managing this entire platform <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that that's edging into the pga sort of controversy yeah, yeah, where sorry. i was having a little chuckle, have a little chuckle yeah, there folks. yeah it's a, it's a little, little chuckle I, yeah, I, I'm hoping that, uh, just to break this out a bit more, that we do get it at the same time as other platforms as well. And it's not just a wee guy uh, smoking his uh, cigarette or <laughs> having to, to push the button. Because it is sort of important for me, because I'm... Uh, for the Avengers coming up uh, in two weeks, I'm I'm actually thinking of taking the day off mm. to actually play that game. And if I don't know if it's coming on Stadium until five o'clock, it would feel like a wasted day. And I know other people would tend to do that. It's more just to get it out there. So I I would know, don't take the day off. It's coming at five o'clock. Duncan, <laughs> little tip. Five o'clock, mate. Just just take it as being five o'clock and you will not be disappointed if it comes out at midnight because you'll have it at five o'clock when you get home for your tea you'll have your beans on toast and jump on play a bit of hulk it'll all be good for you mate 
<laughs> yes, I know. But, but that that's the thing. If I, if I knew 100% it was going to be 5 o'clock, it would be absolutely brilliant. It's, then I would, I would... We just need a bit more clarity. Has, um, has anybody... Has anyone done an analysis of the typical launch times? I think it's like two-thirds of the time it's been the, the 5 o'clock. Well, when we say 5 o'clock, we're talking... Um, GM British summertime BST, aren't we? Yeah, I, I just say other, UK other times time. vary. <laughs> <laughs> I just say UK time, so it's the yeah, usual yeah. time, which UK, is five o'clock, five, 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 five o'clock or six o'clock ish, depends. Yeah, yeah, five, five o'clock UK, twelve o'clock Eastern, which is ten, uh, nine o'clock uh, Pacific time. Uh, see, the issue they sort of have with this is because Doom Eternal came out. Uh, same as other platforms, the midnight lunch. So I'm hoping for the bigger titles they actually do at the same time. It's just uh, some clarity. But again, it's it is a big issue, but it's also a tiny issue. Mm-hmm. It's one of them you can I make know. it into. I know, I know, and but I do get the reasoning. I mean, I do understand fully. In you know, you're not the only one. There were a lot of people that that signed in at midnight or thereabouts. Uh, to get PGA because the developer 2K had said that's when it launches. Um, but I think it's safer to think that George, with his cup of tea and his fag, logs on at uh, 5 p.m. UK time, and that's when he presses the button. Uh, and if you do that, I think, um, you, you know, you won't be so disappointed. Yeah. And the next uh, piece of news I was going to talk about mm-hmm. uh, is we may have we may be getting a game called it's from a Chinese developer. Right. It is called Black Myth Wukong, and it looks amazing <laughs> for me. It just looks a really fun and nuts game. There's a 13 minute gameplay trailer, and uh, they have mentioned uh, that it is coming coming to all mainstream consoles and PCs, along with cloud platforms that can run the game smoothly, and they are being considered. So touch wood, that should mean yeah. it's going to be coming to Stadia. So this game is on my radar, something shocking. Now, I think this is the story of Monkey, isn't it? That uh, very, very famous Chinese story, which <clears throat> which anyone of my age or thereabouts will remember as a kid. It was uh, it was uh, after school TV treat, a bit of Monkey and Trippy Tucker. <laughs> monkey! <laughs> you know what I'm saying, folks. Uh, and I think this is what this is. This is essentially is the legend of Monkey, although I'm guessing that uh, Wukong is the Chinese for that said legend or hero. Um, and it does look great, you're right. And you can you can be an insect and fly around and uh, I mean all the all the cutscenes and the graphics are just right up there, aren't they? Is this next gen or, or are we gonna see this before? It it just says all mainstream consoles and PCs and cloud platforms. It doesn't actually give actual uh, which uh, uh, platform specifically so i would say it might be a cross gen but i'm i'm probably leaving more into it being a next gen title hmm. especially with the the cloud platforms that can run the games smoothly so i think that's maybe indicating that uh, stadium may need a bump to uh get it to work duncan yeah i just had a i just had a brain fluffle wukong monkey king kong Monkey, 
Kong is must Chinese for monkey, mate. It's got to be, isn't it? It's a must. That's got to be. I just oh, I worked that out all on my own. <laughs> yeah. Just to add it a bit more, this is actually we've actually had a game sort of similar to this, and it just went out from my head. But it is it's it's journey, journey to the West. Yeah, it's uh, oh, enslaved yeah. Journey to the West. Oh, so God. that's the the old game which this was based on, or not the the. The story was based on, uh, but it's the the saga is called Journey to the West, so that's where this is all the the monkey thing is taken from. Do you know what I'm finding quite interesting, and 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 this again relates to a degree with um, Marvel Adventures, in that um, the quality of graphics right now at the literal end of the current generation of consoles is insane. I mean, if you if you put this, or even Marvel Avengers, which I know we've been playing the beta, or the, the it's not a beta, is it? It's a pre-release demo. But we've been playing that because um, it's been available to play across uh, everywhere um, but Stadia. <clears throat> and um, the graphics in that and this are just eye-wateringly good, aren't they? And if you said to me, these are next-gen graphics, I go, yeah, I can see that. They look pretty darn good. So to me, it's kind of a mark of where developers have got to right at the end. And then you sort of imagine what we can expect. Not initially. I think they're going to be good for the next-gen consoles, but they're still going to be using a lot of the tools and the techniques that have been honed from the limitations of the current gen. But imagine in 6 to 12 months' time where they've gone, ah, yeah, we can do this now. And the stuff that we'll be seeing when this looks almost photographic, doesn't it? It's amazing. Yep, it's just absolutely mad the way the graphics are now. And again, uh, it's. I'm going to say something that wouldn't be me saying anything without being a bit controversial. I think we're actually getting to the point where we're getting dimin diminishing returns, it's called, where the, the amount of effort to actually get it much better is actually not worth the. Yeah, that's, the a, good, that's a very good shout. Yeah. It, it's and I think we're basically approaching that point now. Uh, we've we've had a number of high-profile developers and publishers, studios. Uh, do you remember the Unreal Engine Five demo? Yep. The, we had some high-profile people come out and say, "Yeah, that that is absolutely one hundred percent durable." However, doing it for a whole AAA game would cost an absolute fortune. What? I think we're going to be seeing uh, the graphics are going to be yeah they're going to get more shiny and all that but I don't we just need to keep our expectations sort of in check as well because all these the graphics are amazing but the amount of money this is going to cost to actually put it through the whole game is just going to be astronomical we've actually had a Twitter discussion about this today about the price of games if if we want that sort of level of game for that fight game game prices are going to just go through the roof well that or they need to increase their markets because of course that's another way that you keep your margins up uh, and that will, of course, mean going into new untapped markets. Uh, and that comes all the way back to why we've seen Stadia and uh, or we will be seeing Stadia and uh, Xbox. Uh, they don't call it xCloud anymore, do they? Game Cloud, Game X thing um, opening up in India because that's where they need to uh gather the additional sales to keep the margins the same, to allow them to spend more 
to develop games without without pushing the price up. So if you're in the same size of market and you're putting in twice the effort, you need to increase the price. If you can double the market, you can spend double the amount on the game and still keep the margin. That's that's the key. So, you know, it's about expansion into other markets. So I do see that. I can see that happening. I think actually some one of the bigger issues for me, and, and it may just, may just because I haven't quite got my head around how next gen is going to work yet, but all of these photographic high quality 4k to 8k because um you know that's what they're working towards all of those textures are huge i mean they're absolutely massive and they have to be so there's a massive library of these textures which are then painted on to these different services surfaces so when you zoom in or you get close up it all looks very photographic and obviously the closer you get if it still looks good it has to be in a much higher resolution in the first place for me it's going to be about storage and that comes back to the limitations of hardware wherein if you've only got one game on your hard disk um which is a massive 8k gorgeous you know call of duty type game that's all you're getting on that hard disk. But if you've got, if you're into cloud gaming, it's irrelevant because that's the host's problem up in the cloud. All we've got to worry about is buying it. Exactly. And just think, and just, I'm just getting my dates right here. Tuesday week, just think, or sorry, I'm going, I'm going to say this, uh, the 4th of uh, September. Mm-hmm. Just think of the amount of games we're going to have on Stadia on the 4th of September. We've got Windbound coming next week. We've got Hitman. We've got Hello Neighbor. We've got Marvel's Avengers. Uh, there's, there's the basketball game NBA 2K21 are all coming in that first week or so. Wow. Uh, yeah. And with the hard drive space, we don't have to worry about that. If we pick all of them up, a couple of them are going to be pro games. We can just sit and play them. So we're entering a very, very exciting time for Stadia. And I think it's going to be, the, not saying make or break, but I think we're going to start to see Stadia hopefully kick on and actually show why it's such a great platform in the couple, next couple of weeks. Uh, that's a good shout. So that's next week. So the fourth is Thursday, I think. It's, it's 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 not next week. It's the week after. We're we're starting to get sorry, games next week after next. Yes, yes. Sorry. Next week we've got Windbound at least coming. Uh, then the week after it is just going to be we've got our two pro games which we already know about mm-hmm. with uh, Hitman and Hello Neighbor. We're at Touchwood. Or I was going to say obviously we're going to get more, but. <coughs> prior experience for tell us we're probably going to get us some more games on top of that and there may be some shadow drops there or games we weren't expecting we're we're just it's going to be so great in the next couple of weeks mm. and don't forget as well just a, just a small caveat it's always worth pointing it out when we see these developer videos this will be footage from a development box it's going to be a high-end graphics card pc specifically to output the highest quality looking game because this is only promotion for these guys but on a pc and a next-gen console which, by the way, next-gen consoles are higher specification than most affordable gaming rigs are today, which means that $600 or whatever the price likely to be, they are ridiculously cheap. And then your cloud gaming platforms, specifically Stadia, because right now that's the only one that is a platform. The others are Windows onto other people's platforms. So this is the key thing. Um, that, that quality of graphic, I think, you know, we're getting to the point where when we see these pre-release videos... We're, we can be fairly certain 
that that's what we're going to get when the game launches, as long as you're buying the PC, the next gen, or the Stadia version of the game. Yeah, it's these are running as best as they can. Uh, so some developers have actually realised that, and they've they've started showing proper footage of games like uh, Baldur's Gate, which we talked about earlier. They're they're yeah. showing things, warts and all. They're saying this has got issues, but um, most people actually show the game running in the best possible light. Of course, yeah, and some of them are even fictional. I remember watching um, the the video that got me hooked into Destiny back at E3 in 2013, 14, I forget now, uh, where they pretend it, it was supposed to be gameplay, but it was so clearly mocked up uh, and it, it actually bore little resemblance to the finished game. But thankfully, those days are all but gone. We saw the same with Anthem. Uh, I think now people just are so wise to it, the developers can't get away with it anymore. So it's good to see. Um, but anyway, this looks amazing. We've taken way longer on the news than we normally do. Um, so shall we flick across, Duncan, to... There we go. What's up, Rock? Uh, I just got to find it. It's all up here somewhere. Where are we? Here it is. <laughs> what's up, Rock? I'll tell you what's up. I'll tell you what's up, Duncan. Apart from the Stadia Connect, which, you know, I really enjoyed. And, of course, Stadia Rocks Live, which I thoroughly enjoy every Sunday morning, UK time, across the world. Where can people get the latest Stadia news? Okay, if I... I... I try and be completely unbiased um, when I talk about this. Uh, I, I, I try and switch off my brain and say you don't run things. The best place I would recommend people to get their Stadia news, if they want completely official news, is if they go to Stadia Reddit on a Tuesday and a Thursday. Because uh, that's the easiest place to remember because Stadia actually posts up a lot, lot of different places. But on a Tuesday and a Thursday, the official Stadia Reddit, they put up a post saying this is what's happening in Stadia. Uh, here's some interviews. Here's what games we're launching. So if you go if you go to there and then they get out to the Stadia community blog, and there are other places there's so many they think to it's um it's actually unreal and uh, they also next week they will be actually doing a stadia save point which oh. is a which is a recap of what's happened the whole month so they'll go this is the features we've added this is the games which have come this is some things to look forward to this is our announcements so that will be coming next week and that will probably be on the thursday or the friday so if you're going for i just want the news in a bite-sized sort of form and i just want completely official sort of links and everything like that go to the state of reddit on a tuesday and a thursday and I have to say that was always <clears throat> my my source of info um, par favorite before I uh, before I got involved in creating content before I got involved with uh, the the community on Twitter uh, and and it's worth stating that they don't have a lot of patience so <clears throat> if you want to go on and ask questions that um, you know might be might be a little bit. Uh, you know, hackneyed, then be prepared to be shot at. But um, certainly in terms of breaking stuff and new discoveries and uh, the fact that even Google themselves um, interact on there as well, it's certainly worth uh, you know, bookmarking that one on your browser. 
Yep, exactly. It's if you just want a hundred percent official and you, you don't mean mind waiting for the breaking news, go go to go to the Reddit on a Tuesday or on a Thursday. Uh, keep a regular every so often you can check in because it it isn't just Tuesday and Thursdays, but Tuesdays and Thursdays are the regular times they post uh, information. If you're looking at more regular sort of content, there's a number of websites, including myself uh, at Cloudy. Uh, there's also Stadia Source as well. They're purely focused on Stadia news. So, uh, which, if you're just a purely Stadia gamer, that is a really good place to go uh, because they uh, just look, look straight at uh, Stadia news. Uh, us at Cloudy, we actually look at a more broader church. We we look into uh, uh, GeForce Now and uh, Shadow and PlayStation and Xbox, so everything under the sun there with uh, Cloud Gaming. So I would recommend Stadia Source for just purely uh, Stadia news and ourselves if you want the whole, the whole church, Stadia and everything else. And um, don't they have a, a community blog as well? Hey. Uh, why? Stadia, of course. Oh, yeah, it's sta <laughs> oh, yeah Stadia. As opposed do, to Stadia Source. Yes. Yeah, Stadia have the community blog. That, that's what they link to in the Reddit. So I probably should have made that a bit okay. clearer. Uh, yeah, they do the community blog, which then updates on the Tuesday and Thursday and, and some places in between. Uh, the, the reason I say to go to Reddit is because they, they do the, use the community blog and they also use Google blogs for other things as well. It's a, it's a bit of a minefield. They've got so many different places where they, they post information. There's also their own Discord, so they have a, an official Stadia Discord. It does tend to be a kind of repository for their tweets, their uh, community stuff, their launch stuff, but there is some good conversations that take place as well, largely with community members. You don't see a huge amount of interaction from uh, Stadia themselves, but that's another good, good source of info. Yes, it is. Uh, Stadia do have a presence there. Uh, Grace and Chris are in Discord and occasionally they do sit and chat to people. Uh, the Discord, you can ask them questions there and they will try and give you some answers. So it is worth checking out the Discord if you want some maybe more immediate responses. And of course, YouTube has a ton of Stadia, well, I say a ton, there's a few of us, Stadia, dedicated Stadia creators. Um, there are some that also cover other areas, some that do a lot of game streaming, which I know is quite important for a lot of people just to get a feel for whether they want to buy a game or not. Some that just do, uh, that do just do, to do uh, talks, roundtable talks, uh, discussion stuff. Obviously, we do a little bit of that ourselves. And then some that are purely news and pop up on, on that basis. Um, so definitely hunt down uh, on youtube there are some pure podcasts as well that uh, that's how rocks the uh, stadia rock started as a podcast so and of course this show is a podcast so that you'll if you're listening on podcast don't forget we're also available on youtube as well under the same title if you uh, if you want to see our ugly faces and a few um, screens from games and things you're more than welcome um and uh the social your, your favorite social media channels they all have them there are some very large actually uh, Facebook groups dedicated to Stadia, um, so they're worth checking out. I'm, I think last time I counted, there were at least a dozen, and some of them are well up in the nearly thousand um, members. 
So uh, have a look at those. I don't think there's an official Facebook group from Stadia, though. No, there's no official Facebook group for Stadia, but there's a, the official Stadia page which you can like, and they do it if you've got questions. They do actually respond to the questions on the Facebook page as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, all all of those places have. You know, there's, a, there's a very vibrant, I would say, very vibrant Stadia community uh, on Twitter. Um, best way to get the best way to find them is to look for people like uh, Duncan or myself and just get into the conversations that are happening. You'll, you'll see the good and the great will, will come and get involved because it's very it's a very engaged community. There's a great community there. Start following people. Um, they're, they're very um, uh, welcoming. So you know, if you have got any questions about Stadia, um, detailed or simplistic, they'll be all, all very happy to help you, as of course are we. So if you do have any questions, you can always leave them down in the comments or you can uh, get hold of uh, Duncan at uh, is it one to escape at Twitter. Um, oh, yeah, one to escape on Twitter. And Cloudy with Games. At, that's your other Twitter. Um, yeah. And I'm obviously I'm Stadia Rocks, so you can find me there. Uh, so that's all good. Right. Thank you very much for that, Duncan. That was quite useful. Let's move on. To something other than what's up, Rock. <laughs> Poor old Rock. Uh, right, so we are going to review today the Division 2, or Tom Clancy's Division 2, to give it its its full title. Uh, just a quick recap on what this is all about. So unlike most other reviews where people will judge a game on how it looks, how it compares to other games in the genre. Uh, is it a triple A? Is it an indie title? Da -de 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 -de. We don't do any of that stuff. We basically come at our reviews from the, uh, the perspective of me as a pro subscriber, someone who pays, who ponies up, as they say, the 10 bucks per month or the nine pounds per month if you're in the UK, uh, and gets a number of games for free and other benefits. <clears throat> and Duncan, who represents the, uh, the, the, the standard subscriber, the free subscriber to Stadia. You can literally go in, sign up today for nothing. Uh, you get a month's worth of pro to trial, but you don't get charged and you can cancel it on your card literally one minute after you've signed up in truth and you still get the month. But nonetheless, it's certainly quite useful to get a few games and test it out. Make sure it works on your network, you know, because that's one of the key things here. Uh, make sure it works with your setup because you don't want to, uh, to, to get disappointed. Uh, so that's how, that's how we approach it from those two perspectives. And we look at five different aspects. So is it quick to load? Can you pick up from where you're left off? Is it easy to play? Is it rewarding? And is it good value? And they're all, they've been designed to be appropriate to casual gamers and busy people, people that just don't have the time to invest in really learning a game and spending days and days and days on it. Um, so we come with all of that to uh, The Division 2, which we're streaming here from uh, Kelly and Duncan recently playing. Um, so we should have some laughs if we watch carefully. Duncan, how quickly can we get into this game? Can, I hope that you've got that on mute, whatever you do, with Kelly plan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is on mute. 
yes. Uh, quite quickly, it is your standard sort of game. You can get into it, loads up very uh, quickly, get into it. Uh, with this, you, to actually get into the gameplay, it might just take a wee bit longer because you load into like a hub area, then you need to go out to where you're going to go and do your missions and and whatnot. So from uh, how quickly you can get in the game, I'm just giving it an average uh, free iPhone, uh, or the iPhone 10 for the iPhone 5. Yeah, it is. I mean, standard, funnily enough, with from my in my experience, standard with all Ubisoft games <clears throat> is that this, they have this kind of... You load a chunk of the game to get to your character menu where you can choose usually one of a, a couple of players, for example, because you can have multiple accounts if you like. So you can, I think you can have up to three different characters so you can play different styles or as a different character or what have you. So they kind of have a preload that gets you to that point. And then if you don't want to set any of that stuff up, you have to then load into the game. Uh, and Division in particular is quite a long loader. Um, it's certainly not an instant game at all to load into. So this one is is going to score a little bit low on that for me. I gave it a three. Yeah. You gave it a three as well, did you? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. gave it a three. Sorry. <laughs> no, you, you almost certainly said it. I just mm. didn't listen. Uh, <laughs> next, can you pick up from where you left off? Yeah, uh, for me, uh, you can and you can't. Again, this is a multiplayer game. Uh, if you're in the middle of the mission and you, you log out and you're in the multiplayer mission, no, you have to start it all over again. It's, it's very much like our Destiny 2 sort of uh, review. It's you can't really pick up where you left off. Your progress is saved. So if you complete uh, X number of missions, they are saved. After you pick up your gear, they're not saved. But actually, during the actual when you're actually doing levels in the game no if you quit out you have to probably restart them again yeah and again we've we say this nearly every time we 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 review a kind of multiplayer stroke co-op game you know simply if there are other people in the game with you there is no way on this planet you can start from that point without asking them all to come in and start with you so just bear that in mind if you quit halfway through a mission the chances are that you are not going to be back in the same position. Now, you may be in the same position on the map, but, you know, if there were a dozen enemies over there and, uh, you know, some some loot over here, etc., that's all likely to change when you log back in. So the short answer is that, yes, you will come back into the game and be able to pick up that mission and probably be at the last checkpoint, but you're not going to be literally at the same point that you left off. So I gave that a three. You gave it a two. Mm, very low. How easy is it to play? Okay. Uh, for me, it is uh, quite confusing. Again, we're taking this from the casual gaming market. The first mission is absolutely fine. It's nice and linear, but like all open world sort of games, as soon as you get out from the first first level or so or the first couple of missions the world is your oyster and you just it can be a bit confusing on what you have to do basically you just go around here and you can take it nice and simple you can just run about all the different places bang 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 just shoot people as you go but actually working out <laughs> what missions to do and all the different uh, 
uh, activities you can do in the game can get a bit overwhelming for people because I, I have been playing with some uh, casual people and they're going, I haven't a Scooby-Doo what to do here. I'm just totally confused. So I think it needs a slightly better uh, tutorial system just to explain what you need to do. But after you've picked it up, it is pretty uh, easy to know what you're meant to be doing next. But there is, an, I think it's a quite steep learning curve for it. Yeah, and, and I played, <coughs> I actually played Division 2 when it launched initially on PlayStation and went all the way to the end game um, and got all the way to the first raid. I haven't actually achieved the same level on Stadia. I've only got about halfway through, um, funnily enough. But yeah, it, at one level I agree, it is relatively straightforward to pick it up. The um, There's some controls that are a bit unique to Division, which you've got to kind of figure out. Um, you know, the, the ability to sort of heal, heal yourself and so on. And it gets confusing if you switch to keyboard and mouse um, because there are lots of keyboard options here. Um, so if you can stick to controller, it is a little bit easier to play. But there is a fair amount to the game to really get into it. And it's it's another one of those games where if you're looking for one big game, your kind of main game that you want to get into play with your friends occasionally maybe a friday night after work uh you know do some gameplay with friends and stuff um there's a lot in this game to let you do that um but just picking it up and and to be fair just picking it up and going as you rightly said going in shooting a few people um you know doing following the kind of in the early part of the game you sort of build your progress across the map you you um you know, liberate certain areas, uh, you know, kind of get rid of the enemies and then you go up a few levels and stuff. So it kind of does have all that going on, but it is at the same time kind of multi-layered. And if you want to keep going with this game, it can get quite complex. So what did you give it on the old easy to play? You gave it two, uh, another low one for you. I gave it a three, so only marginally higher. Would you say it was a rewarding game to play? Yes, I would say it's a rewarding game to play. It's again, uh, as you play further, you get all your gear, you're trying to always improve yourself. You've got challenges, you've got your raids to go for. There, There's always something to do and all, always something to aspire to, to, get, to get better. Uh, so yeah, I think it's rewarding. The challenges at the right sort of level, it's not too hard where it's completely insane. It's... I, I think it's it's a nice balance of a game. See, I, you're right, uh, and I mean, just literally on the box, it's incredibly rewarding. I mean, it's a it's a progression plus loot based game. You know, everywhere you go, you're picking up loot, you're getting new weapon progression, you're getting new armor progression. I would say, and this kind of falls back on the last ease of play. The one thing that I've struggled with Division, both on PlayStation and on Stadia, because it's just, it's the game, it's nothing to do with the platform, is the stats are insane. Um, when I pick up a gun, it's a bit like, I had the same issue with Borderlands. Um, it can take so long to work out whether the gun you just picked up is worth, um, you know, making replacing a gun that you've got or upgrading the gun or all that stuff again if you are really into this game 
then it gives you good reason to keep going because you can go back to your base of operations and you can, if you've got all the right materials, you can upgrade a gun, take it up to a higher level so that it you know, keeps your overall score high. Um, but if like me, that stuff just, I just go blind with it. I'm like a rabbit in the headlights. You know, I love games like Assassin's Creed or Destiny where it's just obvious because it's got a higher number than the one I've just replaced. So I know that it's got to be better for me. If not, I break it down and get, and that's, that's me. That's just me. But that's, I think, again, the mindset of somebody who hasn't got a huge amount of time or patience. Uh, and this game requires you to really get your head into the stats. If you're a, you know, if you used to love playing top trumps with your mates, the old card game, and uh, you look down the stats and see how it compares to see which card, then you're in seventh heaven. Uh, but it, I've stumbled on, on this across all platforms playing it that way. Having said that, it is still rewarding. However, you, you know, there is a good reason to play this all the time. You're progressing, you're getting loot and so on. So I gave it a four and so did Duncan. Duncan also gave it a four. Can I just make a wee slight quick point here? Yeah, uh, with uh, what you're discussing with the, the numbers and the, the gear, that's what I like about the Avengers. It's you don't have to think because there's actually a trigger you can say upgrade my gear to yeah, the whatever. To. Mm, yep, and there away you go, and yeah. just automatically, and you don't have to think. I think more games should do that for more casual sort of people. There's you're absolutely right. I love that feature. Uh, I don't have to think. I tell you, the other game that does that is Warframe. Um, because a Warframe, uh, it's not sadly available on Stadia, uh, but it is freely available everywhere else. I'd love to think, and I suspect it will come to Stadia eventually. Um, <clears throat> but the great thing is, again, it has a very uh, massive uh, progression uh, tree within Warframe where you can just collect loads of cards and they all do different things, mods and things for your character. But it can be absolutely insane trying to work it out. So there's, if you want it, there's one button that goes, I'll find the best ones for your character and load them up for you. And as you rightly said, Duncan, that's also coming in Marvel Avengers, um, which is why that game is going to get a high score for ease of play. When we do finally review it, it'll be coming out in a couple of weeks and we will be reviewing it in, in time, folks. We may even do a little live play on that one. Uh, but this doesn't have it. So if that's your thing and you love stats and you love to manually go through and, you know, optimize and organize and, and orderly, you'll love it. I didn't. So I still gave it a high four for rewarding. Duncan gave it a four as well. Moving on to the next one. The final one. Is it value for money, Duncan? Okay, uh, I'm going to be in the middle about this. Uh, I'm going to time on a score. It's not. It's a free to start off with. Uh, if you get into this game, you're going to spend hours upon hours upon hours into it, and that would be a five. If you're not, you're going to hate it, but that's the same for most games. The reason why I'm putting it actually in the middle is because you can get this game on sale a lot on Stadia, even as a pro member or as a standard member, and the, the deals are actually lower the price quite substantially, even just to get into the game, just the base version, because there's actually an expansion you can you can buy as well. Yeah. Uh, if you're coming from a, a hardcore sort of mentality, this is the, the number one game, I think, which showcases Stadia, uh, even though some of the scores have been low. As you can see in the bottom right-hand corner there of the screen uh, on the gameplay, that is Kelly's village Bradam which you can actually see in the game. That's the Stream Connect feature. So this game is a showcase title of what Stadia can do. 
but uh, for, from a value for money sort of perspective, uh, it's in the middle because it is on sale a lot and you can get into it a lot cheaper. So I wouldn't pay full price for it. I would actually just wait until it's actually uh, on sale. And uh, for, for our podcast listeners, what Duncan was referring to there is that you can, if you're playing multiplayer, you can see the screens of you know, what your colleague is seeing to the right hand side of your gameplay and it's the same as well i think with breakpoint tom tom clancy's breakpoint another ubisoft title that's available on stadia uh, and again it's a unique stadia feature so that's really good uh, particularly if uh, you know you're wanting to see uh, you're all, you're all kind of looking in different angles within a within a fight scene you can see what's coming up behind you and stuff so that's really cool yeah i would say i actually gave this a high five high five um has it ever been a pro game, a claimable pro game? No, here, here's your geeky stat. There has been no uh, Ubisoft games as a pro game uh, for Uplay Plus reasons, okay. I would assume. I, yeah, I was going to touch on that as well. So the reason I gave it a five is, is that I do think this is a great game. Um, most people that have bought it love it. I've never heard anybody ask for their money back. Uh, if you play with friends or family it adds another dimension it's a really really good game so you know for me if you're looking for that kind of main game that you're investing in as i've said you know maybe you do have a couple of hours a week where you just you really want to get your head into a game this is the one uh this plus destiny plus red dead redemption uh, there's a few of them uh but that's why i gave this a high a high score of five as duncan just said we do know we just don't know when that uh, Uplay Plus is coming to Stadia. We suspect it'll be this year still, before uh, Christmas. Uh, and this will be a game on that. So you might... I hesitate to say this, but uh, it could be coming up in the next month or two. So, you know, if you're not, in the, if you're not currently in the market for a big game, maybe you just want to hang back and look and see what the deals are going to be with Uplay Plus because it will be a game that will be part of uh, the Uplay Plus subscription so uh yeah one one to think about but definitely a high five I gave it I gave it a five you gave it a three Duncan you weren't so yep. convinced on the on the value yeah, yeah again it was more because it's on sale a lot yeah so uh, I, I want to make just one more quick minute point about this this is an online game where you're playing multiplayer this game has cross-play with PC, so you don't have to worry about numbers uh, in this game because the, the number or the player base is going to be pretty high in this game. That's a really good point. Thank you for raising that. There are a few of them. They're growing in numbers, but uh, you can play with PCs only, not other consoles. Um, so with PUBG, for example, you can only play with other consoles and not PC. Here you can only play with PC and not other consoles. Um, but they do, uh, am I right in saying though, that they have to have a, be playing with a controller if you're playing with another, or you no. have to be the same? No, that's, uh, on PUBG, that's PUBG. the same. PUBG on this, uh, I think this is just, uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. It also, we haven't really said this, but, uh, it's also worth just pointing out there is a multiplayer or player versus player option, uh, called the dark zone in, uh, division so you know if single player kind of uh, mission uh, we've talked about progression through quests and missions and so on but actually if if 
player versus player is your thing. The same with Destiny. You don't, uh, once you've qualified in the game, you don't have to do any of this other stuff. You could just go in there and kill some real people legally. What better fun? Um, so that's worth pointing out. But anyway, there we have it, folks. We've uh, That's our rock review for the week. Overall scores, well, for me, and probably well, one of the first times in a while, uh, I've given it less than 20. But I have given it 18 versus Duncan, who has given it 14. So um, one to think about if you're a casual, busy person, uh, but not a definite go out and buy. Yep. Uh, for me, uh, just uh, well, like I said earlier, this is for me the showcase title for Stadia at this moment in time. But we're, again, we're looking this through the eyes of a casual gamer and I'm looking, you have to pay it to, and the discounts aren't as big and all that sort of carry on. But if you're a bit more than a casual gamer, I think you would know about the Division 2 and I would recommend picking it up on the, on the platform. Great stuff. Thank you, Duncan. Right, it's time for Ask Cloudy. Hey, Cloudy, said a person on Twitter at some point this week. Can I play my Stadia account at a friend's house? Yes, you can. It is actually quite easy to do. Uh, all you need to do is uh, bring your phone with you and away you go. As long as, you, as, long as you've got uh, your... Uh, I'm assuming this question was about playing it on the TV. I guess so. Yeah, so as long as that uh, person's house you're going to has a Chromecast, uh, you can uh, bring bring your studio can or sorry, I will rephrase a Chromecast Ultra. Uh, if you've got if, they, if they've got a Chromecast Ultra on uh, their TV, you can hook that up and you can play your studio on that because you'll be picking up them your phone. You would need to connect your controller to the Wi-Fi to do that, but yes, you. Stadia is the perfect portable console experience there is because you don't. All you need is the Chromecast Ultra and your controller if you want to play it on the TV. So, literally, if you've got a Chromecast Ultra, or if your friend has a PC and you remembered your G, your Google login details, because you're going to need the login details for the Gmail account that you used to set the account up, or you just happen to have your phone with you, uh, pretty much, yes, is the answer, isn't it? Because it's as mobile as you want it to be, really. Yep, and I've already seen some of these cases uh, about there just to show you how portable it is, because that's the cases are just literally the size of the controller, and, and that includes your Chromecast Ultra to bring about. So you can literally bring your... Uh, Stadia with you with something really, my case isn't actually here, <laughs> with a really, really small case. You don't have to lug about anything major like a Xbox or anything like that. As long as I've got a decent Wi-Fi uh, connection, you're, you're rocking, you can bring your Stadia anywhere with you. I'm, and, I'm uh, rock. <laughs> yep. It's worth pointing out, though, that um, you will need, if you take your controller with you, you will need to set it up on the new Wi-Fi which is a bit of a faff. You basically have to go, uh, you have to turn it on, hold down the button till it flashes orange, go to your Stadia app, click on the little controller in the top. It goes, oh, I found a controller. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And then it says, which Wi-Fi network? Yeah, that one. Then you have to enter the password and then it goes, okay. Then it programs it in and finally it's ready. <laughs> 
So it, there's a little bit of setting up to do, to be fair. Um, unless, of course, as we've said, you just you just ping it onto uh, a PC. Uh, and, of course, you don't even need your Chromecast Ultra. As long as they have uh, a Chromecast Ultra um, that is one of the newer ones and has been at least updated to run uh, Google Stadia, you're pretty much good to go. So there's a little bit of techno faff if you're talking around the TV side of things. Although we are waiting to hear about a new Chromecast from uh, Google, aren't we? Which has been kind of codenamed Sabrina. Uh, and we have very little. We know that it will almost certainly come with Stadia built in uh, from day one. Uh, and we don't know yet, but it may be an easier setup process as well if you've got a controller and not necessarily a uh, Stadia controller. So that's one to keep an eye open. I My guess again is probably around Christmas time we'll be looking at that one being rolled out. Yep, and we're also seeing that Android TV is seeing, showing signs of uh, life as well. So that would make it even easier because all you would need is a controller. It wouldn't even need your Stadia controller then to get hooked up to it. Just, so, just a Bluetooth controller. Yeah. Yeah. So can you can you cast if you've got uh, you're running Stadia on your phone? Can you can you flick up the old thing and cast it to to a TV that way? Yes, but it has to be in the same Wi-Fi hmm. network. So, oh, do you, oh, you mean actual cast it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, from your phone. Yeah, and then you use a Bluetooth controller through your phone, I guess. Yeah, that... maybe, maybe yeah, that's. I... Yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, that could be a thing. <laughs> Not at the moment, but you can just cast it on to, as long as you're on the same Wi-Fi network. But you would need well, a, you'd need a Chromecast at Ultra, the Ultra, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So you may as well just use your app. And Google yeah, that's. And... I was just trying to work out everything. Yeah, there, yeah. So. yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a bit of it's a bit of an old faff, isn't it? Really. I'm hoping things do make yeah. the, the pairing up of the controllers is a complete another pain at times. Mm -hmm. As as you've said, I think we need to somehow get that process a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, I I've said this before, but I I would love to see the whole process made so much simpler in terms of setting up your Wi-Fi network, your controllers, um, even doing you know even a little tool that goes off ahead of you and has a look at your network and says, oh, I see you're running an Asus whatever router, uh, and here's the settings because I've got a you know I've got, I've got a prepacker template over here and I'll just do that for you and uh, you know set that up or advise you what you need all that stuff they could so easily do and make life so much simpler for people who, you know, because we know if you don't have your router set up, your experience isn't going to be great. You're going to blame Stadia. You're going to bad mouth it to your mates. They've lost five sales straight off the bat. Whereas if they'd have just said, oh, we see that you've not got XYZ set up on your router, we'd strongly advise you do that because, you know, it's good. Uh, and then off it would go. So yeah, I'd like to see that happen. I'd like to see the process of, I understand the thing with controllers, as we know, it has to go directly through the Stadia controller, goes directly through, we talked about this last week, Wi-Fi to reduce latency, which again expands and increases and makes the whole experience a little bit faster, and a little bit slicker. Um, but I'd like to think over time, they'll, they'll improve the user experience, as we call it. Great stuff, Duncan. I think that'll do for Cloudy. Uh, just to remind folks, the uh, the reason we ask Cloudy is because Duncan is here representing his amazing website, Cloudy with a chance of games.com. We also, it's worth pointing out, use 
Oh, look, let's have a look. Stand up, mate. Let's have a look. That's a, that's a beautiful logo. Who, where'd you get that done? That's, you've, you've, you've muted, but that's all. <laughs> there was some, some, some idiot there for me, but I can't stand up. There, there was a slight typo on the, the thing that came out. So no, you know, if there was ever to be a typo on a T-shirt, it would be yours. <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> It would absolutely be yours. There are things, mate, that you excel at, you know, running marathons, managing teams, uh, you know, coming up with amazing ideas for news and stuff. But let's be honest, English is not your, your foremost skill, is it? Let's be frank here. Yeah, I'm running a website as well, which uh, that's always useful. <laughs> but we use Cloudy with a Chance of Games for all of our news content. Um, so uh, please do pop along to cloudywithachancegames.com and also Cloudy with Games uh, at Twitter. And of course, you also have, at this moment in time, a not overly stocked YouTube channel. But I know that's uh, that's all down the, down the road. That's going to be, there'll be more content and you'll be doing some roundtable stuff and what have you as well, won't you? Yep, uh, we're, we're, that's one thing I'm looking to really start pushing out as well. We've got an amazing team now, mm -hmm. and I'm looking to increase the YouTube content going forward. Yeah, it's great to see it. I uh, was it last was it last Sunday or the Sunday before where we talked about, or it may even have been to be fair, rock around the clock on a Wednesday. They all blur into one for me, um, but we put out a kind of an all points bulletin, you know, for people to jump in and help you. And lo and behold. What? What are you showing now? Your breasts? What's going on? Cloudy with a chance of gaming lowercase g. Well, it's just not clever, mate, is it? Not clever. Uh, and and thankfully, we had, uh, he's, he's muted, say whatever you want now, folks. Uh, a ton of people jump in. Um, and you've now got how many people working? Uh, I've lost count, actually. I've got, yeah, uh, it grows uh, on uh, a daily basis. Genuinely. Yeah, uh, and if anybody wants to, I, I, I like diversity of thought and everything here. It's uh, there's people uh, in uh, in cloudy. I don't agree with maybe their opinions, mm -hmm. but I but that's exactly Me? what I want. Yes, you. <laughs> uh, but but that that's what you want because that actually strengthens people's arguments one way or the other. That is, I I want the complete diversity yeah, of no, it's, everything. It's, it's great stuff. And um, so you know, once again, if you just fancy getting an opinion in print or um, doing some game reviews, there's there's a there's a big space at the moment for doing loads of as I've said video content. Um, get get in touch with Duncan and uh, join the join the club. It's growing all the time. Uh, Wolock, who is in is in the chat. Hi, mate. Um, he was I think number one sign up, which was brilliant. That came from from that uh, conversation. Uh, and uh, just literally a couple of days ago, Stadia Revolution joined the team, which is amazing. Um, so he's already written a really interesting article, uh, and I know there'll be loads more to come. Uh, I think Barry put up a, a first view or how to um, sign up a game, which is PGA. Lots of good stuff. Anyway, look, I've oversold you, mate. You're not getting paid that much. Yes, I know. <laughs> look at that. He's, oh. lost his, he's, he's turned, in, turned into a pizza. Wow. Classic stuff. Let's go back here. And uh, so I can say... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so what happens, you see, mate? The old, uh, it's your own fault. Um, chat. I'm dimming you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. We had a great turnout in chat, as always. Uh, and, and we always say this, it, it's early doors 
here. It's, what is it now, uh, quarter past 11 on a Sunday morning here in UK land. Um, our American friends are just thinking about waking up. So if you're watching the show later, thank you very much for, for watching later. It's really, really kind of you. Uh, as I mentioned, this is also available on podcast on all your favorite podcast channels. So your Spotify's and your iTunes and so on. You can pick it up there. And we also chop it up into little bits and release it through the week. So uh, if you just fancy picking up Rock Review or latest news, um, look out for those as well. But uh, I do hope you have a fantastic week. Duncan, I hope you have a fantastic week, my friend. I look forward to uh, some uh, more Stadia revelations and news, which we can report on next Sunday. You've been watching Rock and Duncan. I'm going to say Rock Out and you're going to say... Goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan works for me. Take care, folks. Have a fantastic week. <laughs> <laughs>